Okay. Way to go, second in command. <laughs> you're the second in command, not me. You're, you're Sorry, the executive you're more producer. tech savvy. You, you're automatic. No, oh wait, hold on. I think we're starting. Hold on. All right. I'm. I'm quite on the set. The janitor. <laughs> <laughs> I, can I be the janitor? Please? Shut up. Do, 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 do. Oh wait, oh. I'm so bad at switching these scenes. <laughs> Literally the worst right now. Alright, and we are live. How's it going, everyone out there in internet lands this is another awesome episode of the 10 street hooligans cast we are missing our one and only lord and savior uh the john dunnings but i have decided to take over for the night and i have with me my lovely co-host uh pixie kitten coach and johnny slivers how is everyone tonight what's up great we're all alive hi i had a quasi-productive day today Ooh, what kind of quasi-productive besides your double Nekasar game? I um I I put a uh, I, I put a bookshelf a wicker bookshelf between the kids' beds and zip tied nice. it into place so it wouldn't fall down. Nice. That's called yeah. ingenuity. Very really, smart. Really, Very uh, smart. yeah. Zip ties are key that really anchors them to other pieces of furniture. <laughs> wait, you zip tie? Wait, what? I think we had this wicker shelf thing, and the kids' beds are like oh, just wicker the right shelf. Space. Okay, okay. Yeah, like a shelf, like you know, the kind that you don't get for kids, but we have it. So there it is, and it's holding their books. And I zip tied it to the bed so it wouldn't fall over because that's safety. Yeah, I learned um, having wicker and having cats is not a good thing. Yeah, they probably like scratch on it. Oh it, yeah. Like, the, do they climb it? Do they like get all get the that claws. weird crazy look in their eye? They're like fine, oh, and yeah. then they get that. It's like, it's, and then yeah, yeah. They they have that catnip. It's like that catnip smell <laughs> or whatever. They're just like, ha! Oh, I must claw it. Um, yeah. So tonight we're talking about was it the best and worst of twenty mm-hmm. or twenty nineteen? I said best of the worst for twenty twenty. <laughs> I'm super good at coming <laughs> up with titles. Worst. I'm super good well, at coming up with titles here. We can you see into the future because we don't really know what's going to happen in 2020. Oh, I know what's going to happen in 2020. I think every I think with the announce the commander announcements, we all know what's happening to Commander the Gathering in 2020. Oh yeah, god, my wallet's going to be hurting so bad. He's just going to have to pick and choose. Be like, I can only play this type of commander game. So those are the products you buy because they're going to print them all. But we're talking about 2019. I'm sorry. I'm I'm going off. Well, on it's okay because that was announced in 2019, and so it's been a really sure. big deal. It is a is a deal of bigness. It yeah. is like <laughs> the Commander Fest that started in 2019. So yeah, I know. There, there's been a been lot out. of. Can we just have to pick one of each, or can we like pick plenty? Uh, <laughs> what? Can we pick all? Sure. All good, all bad. All right. Where? Sure. What's the? I've done well, nothing to this show, so what's the well, organization? Well, no, I, I guess before we begin, I do have to mention uh, the show is sponsored by Cardsphere.com. Cardsphere.com is an awesome, amazing place oh, yeah. to trade your magic cards and sealed product, because they do sealed product there too, right? Um, they do, yes. And if you're that's a member. If you're awesome. a member. 
So make sure you sign up. Uh, it's super easy to use, way better than Puka Trade. Um, and it, if Puka Trades even <laughs> exist anymore, I have no idea. But thank you, Ted and Efren and um, um, Michael. 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 It's like I knew it was an M. It's just I haven't yeah. talked to him in forever. Um, for sponsoring talk. the show. Okay. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's cool. It's cool. But yeah. So, um, I guess before we get into the main topic, I actually want to talk about what what what's everyone actually been doing as far as magic is concerned like what kind of magic have you all been playing i mean we are a magic show and we never really talk about the kind of magic we've played lately it's um, who wants to start off edh is the format i play and the latest variant is uncommon edh where everything has to be uncommon Ooh, even the um, commander 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 and all so Ooh. they're they're the format's really it's a it's not a broad format right now just because you go through you look all all the uncommon commanders and you've got a very set amount so our play group is allowing uncommon planeswalkers to be used as commanders as well so mm -hmm. my okay. my first I, I i haven't gone that route it's like if you get stuck on an archetype and you don't really have an option then that's kind of it's kind of like the nephilim so so is are that you typically not allowed well it's just a we it's a it's like a self-imposed restriction we've put on the game for ourselves because okay. we wanted to like have a budget friendly format version of commander okay. where the the play style right now is all very aggro because it was my grum gully one other grum gully roll the lonely king and then i forget Ooh, this one, one other player he's i forget the name of the card is a mono black from like kamigawa and every time a creature of power one or less like a, a power level of one goes to the graveyard, it comes back, or two, or something something insane. Like, at the end of every end step, it brings oh, creatures back. Oh, I know who that is. Awesome. I, I can't remember so, the name of that card, but I know who that is. So you run, he, run, he runs that, and then he runs something like the Abyssal Gatekeeper from Weatherlight, and just sacks that on a loop, and just kills the entire board state. So it's disgusting. You can't, you can't use any commons? It just has to be all uncommons? No, you can use commons. Okay, commons and uncommons. Okay. I guess it's technically peasant what, rather than pauper as peasant commander yeah mm. but it's an interesting format like i grun gully is what i had i wanted to i'm gonna try and build a few more but there's some you find some you get some creative uncommons to like make things work like you, the power level is shifts in such a way that you really have to dig through the card pool and be like all right what have i been forgetting about because it's always been outmatched by some other rare so it's a it's a neat little um oh i gotta find it now i found there's a there's a green card from this uh, what is it invasion and it's an enchantment for a uh, green and three and it basically says all of your basic lands can tap for any mana so it's the slightly better version of chromatic lantern ooh oh wow yeah that's that nice. was that was a neat find to like go through my stash and be like Dude. oh I missed that one that cool. actually kind of makes me want to build like an uncommon EDH deck that sounds a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's uh, we're toying around with it. I'm sure plenty of other playgroups have tested with this kind of stuff too, but the um, the commander pool is very small at the moment. It's only like two pages on a card search, so it's uh, it's a, it's a short format, but it'll get there. Hmm. It sounds more time. fun than tiny leaders, at least. Yeah, well, I think the problem with tiny leaders is a lot of like in my area, people crack the code fast. So yeah, like, that's you, what happened to mine too. You play two or three decks, or you lost, and that's it. And then, yeah, that's what I'm playing. 
Well, you also mentioned right before we went live that you just played in a group today with two Nekasars as well. Oh, no, my Nekasar deck where I decided I went all wheels is a wheel tribal. I don't have yeah. like Wheel of Fortune, but I have a lot of other wheel effects and then cards that take advantage of the wheel abilities. So it's wheelie silly and wheelie rude. <laughs> so it's basically. Wow. Um, yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. Really okay. honey. Sure. Um, so it's it. uh, I just basically everybody gets to draw a card. You all get to play your cards, but if you wait too long, you're just going to have to cycle into another hand. So it's kind of like I like how it speeds the game up, moves it along, and I might kill myself in the process. But tonight I actually won <laughs> the first time in ever. So I'm fine Look with that. This guy. I, I feel oh. a little dirty about it, but I'm, I'm fine. Look at this guy here. I only feel like a slightly bad person. Mm. No, you don't. You don't feel bad at all. <laughs> yeah. Never. Well, what about you, Pixie? What have you been up to as far as magic is concerned? Um, I've just been streaming and playing a lot of Arena. Um, I think that's about it. I just play Arena, mainly. That's about it. Your Wednesday Brawls in? Yes, I'm getting my Wednesday Brawls in. I really, really like Brawl. I, I, I think Brawl is fun. Because yeah. it's a lot more random, and you can pretty much play whatever you want. And you're not, when you play it, you're not coming up against the same decks all the time, like in standard. So I really like Brawl. Um, yeah, I play I play Brawl every Wednesday. I typically play against my, my stream chat, but that's still really fun too, because everyone plays a different deck. So it's now, great. What days do you that's stream cool. again? I stream on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time on Twitch. Not YouTube. <laughs> Twitch. The good video channel. Well, Ooh, I've big? been advocating for this show to move over to Twitch, which I think we should. And I think and it is going to happen, too. Uh, yeah, oh, probably soon, in soon, 2020 soon. is what what my guess would be that we move over to Twitch. So that would be exciting. Yeah, I, I think I think it'd be a really good hit when we move yeah. over to Twitch as well. And if we can do something like the Lexicon crew where we can, you know, for people who still prefer the YouTube, the YouTubes, we could stream on both YouTubes and the Twitches. Yeah, as well I, there's too. a couple of people assuming, who do that. Assuming YouTube will still allow us and they don't push the threshold to requiring 10,000 subs to do a live stream. Yeah, know? All right. Yeah, Twitch doesn't require that. By the way, because because YouTube wants to get that Twitch action with all the not Twitch people. What? Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. All right, so what about I'm, you, Coach? Yeah. What what kind of magic have you been up to? The only magic I've been playing is a little bit of arena, but as far as magic as a topic, I'm actually trying to finish up the Future Sight card anthology episode so right now i'm on the last little bit just got to record and piece it together um so trying to look over some stuff like uh sort of the meek tarmogoyf um you know like the magi from the magi uh, cycle um just kind of see how much of an impact really they really made in 2007 um so not really a lot of playing but doing a lot of more research for kind of the youtube channel Mm -hmm. um planar chaos was a real was kind of a good hit having the trapixium on and doing some of the uh narration i thought steven did a great job as far as narration went with planar chaos i mean 
you know, it took a little bit of time to kind of edit his audio because uh, the way he was reading the script, but the way it came out, um, it just flowed smoothly. Like Steven overall is a pretty damn good talker. He's a pretty good narrator. Um, He's been doing narration for a while now. That's, that's his gig. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, so yeah. Yeah. A lot of his work is he does uh, these, he's t- basically he's playing Xenagos and talking to himself, but he has this narrative oh. back and forth with Xenagos in a lot of his videos. So that narrative kind of talking format is really his, seems to be his thing. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, basically just doing a little bit of historical research for uh, the card anthology series. And then also doing a couple things with your videos. Also, now that you're over on our channel doing the magic with Zoopy stuff, Mm-hmm. So adding a little bit yeah. of pictures to make them make them pop and episodes going to be aired. Uh, the first RPG companion episode will be aired this Friday. So hold on to your hats, kids, because now Zoopy <laughs> is going to be on the card. The card bazaar. So and, and I'm so excited card, about is that. Is card bazaar going to be like gobbling up other channels like a big conglomerate? Is that how it's going to go? I mean, that's what I planned on in the first place. Then I was <laughs> waiting for you guys just wow. to accept it. Just but no, everyone wants to be independent. We just can't make like a little carbs our empire with all these mini church channels. But no, nobody has mission code. No. I'm just saying it would be a fantastic idea, and we'd be getting out content. We'd be getting lots and lots of viewers. So we'd have magic. We have D and D. We have the 3D printing stuff. We would have Magic Arena. We would have histor like you know all the historical stuff. I mean, we we'd be Rolling in the dough, guys. I'm just saying. Ro- rolling but, in those those dozens of pennies. Those, those YouTube smart, bucks. Yeah. The tank nugs. As, as South Park would put theoretical dollars. Yeah. The theoretical dollars. <laughs> well, well, Coach, you know I'm just waiting on those those nuggets when as soon as you start posting or, up videos. You're being or, paid nuggets. No, you'll no. He's gonna be paid in these. No, he's, no. Actually, he could be, oh, be paid in D and D figures. Nice. No, no. Actually, it's very similar to Ten Street Hooligans. I, since I pay John to appear on here, I have to pay Coach. Oh, as oh. Well. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> McDonald's gift cards. <laughs> oh dang! Oh man! Can I pay off the fraudulent IRA, IRA IRS police with that too? They always like gift cards for paying off penalty fees. Well, the nice. FBI is already listening to us, so I'm sure they can ask the IRS for us. Okay. FBI, NSA, you name it. Yeah. Boom. Oh, I just got a text from the FBI. They said, yeah, sure, bro. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. So, all right. I guess we'll um, dive into tonight's topic 2019. then. 2019. 2019. So. Uh, Pixie, why don't you take us away here since you probably are the most prepared? Out I, of do all, have a, I do have a list. Here. I have a I have a little bit of a list, aka I have two items, but you know. Um, okay, so let's just talk about the sets that came out in 2019. Sure. So Ravnica Allegiance. Thoughts from everyone? How did you feel about this set? I feel felt it wasn't as good as Guilds of Ravnica. I Yeah. It, it it was a good limited set. I think it was probably like one of the better limited sets of the year. It was good. Yeah, I agree. And uh wait, w- Ravnica Legions had what? Azorius what Orz- the- Orzov. Orzov. Did it have Rakdos? 
Was it Rakdos? Rakdos, yeah. Oh, that one did have Gruul on it. And then Simic? Yeah, Simic. was the last one? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was Azorius in that one as well? No, I don't think Zori was... No, no, no. Azorius was the first one. No, Azorius was in that one. Azorius was in Ravnica Allegiance. Yeah, Azorius was in Ravnica Allegiance because that is the one where Absorb was reprinted. We're talking about Ravnica Allegiance, guys. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Oh, 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 okay, okay. No, no, no. I was just trying to remember all the guilds that was in it because... Yeah. Um, Azorius, then it was Orsof, then it was uh, Simic. Yes. And then it was... um, Was Gruul's Red Green, correct? Yeah, Gruul and Rakdos. Right? Rakdos, yes. Uh, yes. Black, red, yes. Yes. Which, we found, which we found out that Richter was part of the Rakdos gang now instead of being as stupid as Aureus, oh, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if oh, you're keeping right. up with our D&D campaign. He, and, he yeah. also has a, and he also went from a German accent to a Russian accent. We still don't know how that happened. No, no, we no, have not. Except, the, the, except just, the Dungeon Master. The Dungeon Master that's knows just a, all. That's just a plain <laughs> continuity <laughs> fail, and that's <laughs> what I'll chalk it up to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Continuity fail. I like that. So what about everyone else? What they think about Ravnica Allegiance? I that's about the time I stopped playing Arena because I wasn't gonna buy into to the platform and I didn't have a lot of exposure to the actual format. So I can talk about Guilds of Ravnica a little more than I can Ravnica Allegiance. That was but last yeah, that, year I, though. Yeah, that's a that's a while ago. It's like I, that's it's kind of jettisoned from my strategist. Really, wow! He you're just, just gave, too good of a friend. JJ just gave the channel two dollars. That's awesome. He's he's throwing money at us. Throwing Why? Gonna get that quarter Why? nugget. He he's Why gonna he, that, he's, Well, he's he's making it rain over here. He must really like Ravnica Allegiance. Yeah. That's yeah. got to be what that's it got, is. Yeah, I so wonder how much money he's going to give when we talk about War of the Spark. Oh my gosh. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's just talk about War of the Spark. Yeah, because I think there's a lot more hype, psych, psych, hype about that. Okay, so, for, like, so first of all, I just want to mention the trailer from War of the Spark was like probably the best trailer that Wizards has ever released for Magic the Gathering, right? Yeah, I at, at that time, that yeah, that song started showing up in other YouTube videos after that happened. Yeah, it was like, so good. Well, you can tell yeah. they poured a lot of money into that set, especially with the marketing of that set, because that was yeah. they, they've never before that they had never marketed a set like that before, especially with that level of trailer. It was really good. Like the trailer had a really compelling story. It was like the most hyped. And then I think I think War of the Spark was a pretty good set. I personally didn't like drafting it because I, I'm scared of planeswalkers and so there's like a planeswalker in every set. So that was terrifying. But every, if, every pack was like, uh Yeah, like oh my god, <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah, but like what a, what about y'all? I love the idea behind it. I in, I didn't play a lot. Of, I think I actually I played one sealed draft with War of the Spark and had drafted this just monster of a dirtily Grixis build that it was like mm. it had Ashiok, it had Narset, it had just oh, gross. all this it just had value and I was like, Oh Fine. wow. 
sounds and then I went and took those pieces and threw them in the EDH decks. That was a like if there's a if there's a set from the year that's fun to open just because I wonder how you if you're an EDH player and you want to go back and like get stuff for your decks and just re- grab a random pack. That's a solid one. Super that one's brand. solid, and um, Eldrain solid. Like those two, you're gonna find something to that will slot into one of your decks, and it really just it, they're those are that's what makes this set really cool for me. When I can just go and buy a pack and be like, "Ooh, I can use that," and there it is. It was worth my time. Yeah. What coach? What did you think about the story from War of the Spark? Because that was like like heavy lore, right? Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> all right. You talking about the book? No, I no, I just. Not the book. Are you sure about that? Because it sounds like we're talking about the book. I don't know anything about the book, so no, it I was, was not referring yeah, to the book at all. It was, it was, it was okay. Like, uh, did you read the book, like, Coach? I did read it. It was, um, it was okay. Um, I read it like a long time ago, but, um, but it was okay. I thought it was, I was thought it was a decent book. Not like the level of like. The Brothers War, or like some of the earlier like novels, because yeah, I think it's hard to, uh, for a lot of people to compete with those older books. Um, you know, they had a lot of to me, they had a lot, a little bit of freedom when they were writing that kind of stuff, and you know, not too too much backlash. Like I think some of the stories that if they were to be written today would get so much like just crap, like so much heat from like everyone. It's I don't know. I think I think the authors now are like too stressed out about trying to appease the public. Um, you know, the, like well, the first not only book. that. I think they're also pressured by Watsy themselves too. Yeah. Yeah, and like Greg Wiseman with the Forsaken book. You know, he just released that apology like not too long ago, basically saying that I don't know if he was shifting blame or if it really was like a Watsy call. But basically, he was trying to divert it to where he like wasn't responsible for it because he was just kind of had limited options. But people yeah. were still blaming him because oh, the way you wrote is like, well, I guess when you have limited, it, it's like it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like it's just it's kind of one of those situations where it's like you have limited options. Okay, you're gonna work with that, but you're supposed to write it this way, or this was the best way to do it. You know, you're gonna get hated either way. Yeah. So was, it was, uh, was it he, like, wasn't there, was there like a bigger, like a shorter time, like a more pressing time crunch on those books at this point? Usually, uh, you're, when you're talking about like a, like a six month, like window, I mean, that's, that's like a very, very short time to write where you have like George R. R. Martin, yeah. you know, he's got like years to like work with. And the sixth book of Game of Thrones is still not out. The sixth book of, well, uh, yeah, because of Fire and Ice no one out. cares. You hey, don't I, care. I care. All right. No one cares. See, no I'm getting cares. my snippets. I go to YouTube where I've been getting my snippets of Game of Thrones and I'm piecing it all together. It's like, oh, everyone dies. I get it. Yeah. Everyone's evil and everyone dies. That's all. Yeah, you not everyone's know. evil, okay? Yes. You know everyone's what? Everyone's evil. No. All right. No so. Cares. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> so let's move on actually to the next set, which was Core Set 2020. We're talking about standard sets here. So the next standard set was Core Set 2020, which was, in my opinion, I don't have a, a like a huge history with Core Sets, but I thought I heard a lot of buzz that it was a really good Core Set, and I loved it. I really liked drafting Core Set 2020. I thought it had some good yeah, cards draft in was good. it. The draft was really good. Yeah, I, I do agree with the draft. I thought 
I thought Corset 2020 really like started started the downslope of standard being bad. Yo, what? Yeah. I why? felt like why? Cuz they started a Field of the Dead or something? Well, not Probably. really not really Field yeah. of the Dead because when Corset 2020 came out, uh what Teamer Elementals was so prevalent and then control got way out of hand and usually when a core set is out you have what eight sets in standard out at the time so stuff is going to get really crazy and janky and i was just not a fan of a lot of the standard decks during that time um and you just I... are you ever a fan of standard decks yes oh okay yes i felt like right before battle for zendikar came out standard was amazing mm. and then since then it's started to slowly go downhill yeah i i was dabbling in 2012 standard that was pretty that was a nice mix like the ravnica yeah. era Estrad. there was yeah in a shard ravnica was decks. awesome like i could i could go and do a weird goblin deck and go two and two at an fnm and be like okay that's fine but the, mm. it was yeah i felt like there was a good spread like you could do different things and you could make stuff happen that in that yeah. era. See the 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 small amount of time I I played Magic. So like I've been playing Magic for what, like five years. Cons of Tarkir. I still think Cons of Tarkir like that block was still my favorite. Like Balfour's Endicar was pretty fun because of you know having Gideon, but really past that, I mean, like well, that was I also the start of Standard being like a thousand dollars too. Very true. <laughs> But like, yeah. but like, even during that time, you know, when it was like just overrun with absent, I still had a lot of fun. Um, oh yeah, yeah. With the stuff I was playing, but you know, since then, you know, to me, standard seems to be very like forgettable. At least on my end, I don't know about y'all, but on my end, it was, you know, I still remember. And this might just be a bias, but it's like, I thought playing like against like sea rhinos and like all the different dragons were like pretty badass. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Now, I think the last standard I even really enjoyed was probably, like, when Dominaria came out. Mm. Dominaria was really good. That, that was yeah. probably my favorite set within recent years. But look, I, I guess let, let's try to stay on course, with stay on 2019 here. So, course set 2020, <laughs> um, it was awesome. They reprinted a lot of cool stuff. The ley lines got reprinted in that. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. What Actually, I think a couple of ley lines were brand new. Like they reprinted some, but a few of those ley lines I think are unique. Were they? I thought so. You know what? I, me personally, I thought the Cavalier cycle. Yes. Especially the blue one. See, no. those no, 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 blue, no. blue is oh, the best. The yes, Cavalier it is. Gales? No, 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 no. Cavalier those... Flame was the best. Mm -mm. Yes. No, 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 no. The blue one. The blue one. Kind no, of Cavalier the Gales is kind of the most lame one, honestly. Like You're it's legitimate. Kind of no, no, the most lame. The green one is the most lame. Sorry. You know what? No. Depending on which what? EDH deck you put them in, those are solid. The like, green one is amazing. I kind yeah, of fell asleep for 2020. I like I saw it and I saw like, oh cool, and then it like fell off my radar, and then the cards started showing up in my EDH playgroups, and I was yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Those are good cards. I should out. I should get a, like a fat pack of those just just to have some. Like holy cow! Yeah. Another one being Omnath. Omnath. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Teamer Omnath. 
Yeah, that's right. Now oh, I wonder. And, and, and Kaikar and Kethis and um or yeah or Kethis and uh and Yarick. Yarick was a Yarick's a really fun commander. Yeah. Um. There's also Soren Imperius Bloodlord. He Who? was like the best planeswalker. <laughs> Shut up. We're moving on. You know what? You mean the, you mean the meatloaf lookalike? <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. What? I would do anything for blood. I would do anything for Harry Potter. Yes. 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 Yeah, it looks more like Malfoy. He sure. does. He, he, he does. Okay, oh, so it. the last standard set in 2019 was Throne of Eldraine. Um, I liked Throne of Eldraine before I played it. But then once I played it, I'm like... This kind of sucks. What? Damn, you, you, you kind of just described... Tokens and found out Oko was Broko? <laughs> no, I never had an issue with Oko particularly, but I don't know. I just... I Maybe I'd, I feel like there's not as much synergy. I mean, I guess there is, but it doesn't feel as cohesive. Maybe with the other sets around it. Right now? Yeah, it, it feels, when you think of it like that, it does feel like a very standalone set when you put it like that. Yeah. And I felt yeah. the same exact way. I love the art of Throne of Eldraine. Yes. And, and the that's story, about it. like, is very yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, the story's very good, but that's the about it. The art's awesome. As far as the actual cards themselves, it feels very forgettable. Yeah. I, I don't like drafting it either. It's not I, I never drafted it. I so is it very grindy? Yeah, it's slow. It's like when I play it on arena, like I'm always paired up against Mildex and I'm Ugh, just like gross. Why is this a thing in draft? Honestly, like it's awful. I mean, I I'm 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 hopeful that it's going to work better with the sets that are coming out. Yeah. And that's kind of the goal, but like right now I just feel like ugh, I don't love it. Sorry, wizards. Sorry. Channel banned. <laughs> what about Johnny or Coach? How do they feel about Anyone throwing? else? Thoughts on Eldraine? I I love the adventure mechanic from yeah. EDH stance just because it anytime you're playing a, a multi a singleton format with multiple players, anytime you get an extra use out of a card, it's it's worth consideration. Yeah. So what, I haven't what had adventure a cards like, have you seen that have fared well for you in EDH? I haven't tested them out, but just the premise of it, it's always like on my radar. I know that I need to consider them. Like I was the Grumgully deck. I have I have the deck and then I have it's in like a little fat pack box, like one of those deck builder mm -hmm. toolbox kits. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm putting utility cards in there to toggle with the formula. And one of them is an mm -hmm. adventure card. Like it's just I'm not using it right now. If I find a home for it, there's a reason for it. That'll be that'll be great. But to be able to like pay with green to fix your mana early game, and then pay three to bring a mana dork into play that will create a color of any kind you need. This is just the cards are just standard. They're just value. Like mm -hmm. they have value baked in. It doesn't matter if it's a discard spell because you're going to be able to get something else on the back end. So it's it's really awesome that you yeah. have so much utility out of a single card. Like I, that's the that's I totally the agree. Adventure is is really great. Like it's yeah. I agree. Like it's really great. Like when you play it, you're just like, "Oh, I have multiple options from this one card." 
it's it's I really like yeah. it. And I Grungly like is really fun too. Also, he's cool. Grungly is hilarious when you can put him into a tokens matter tribal. Like mm. yeah, he he made a slot in my cube for just of how um, awesome like he is. He, he's, he brings in like a Falconrath um, executioner. I think it's two, one in a red from um, from Avisa Restored. And every you can pay three to do however much damage equal to his counters on it. So he enters the battlefield. He's already taking out X ones. Like that's pretty cool. Just I need to tune that deck. But Grumgully was I saw him was like oh okay I've got tribal things like some of the stuff from mm-hmm. cons where it was um the Owl S cards that gave Anthem effects to plus one plus one counters like yeah. You can get the, the outlast reached. effects and all that. Yeah, the outlast effect. You don't even have to have a counter on them. It's just any creature with a counter. So Grumgully yeah. is like, I'll I'll have that. I, yeah, Grumgully is sweet. Like yeah. Eldrin's got some from the EDH end. I can talk about all this stuff from the EDH end. Mm-hmm. Eldrain definitely has lots of goodies. That it has a lot of good lands can. on there too for yeah. EDH. Yeah, the lands, any of the castles, and probably castle e- even is even someone. Yeah, that's the blue one, and even some of the the common lands too, the ones that are fetchable. Yes, there's there's a lot of really good um, EDH value in that set. So I think I think, and based on what we saw from the announcements for 2020, I bet you their design team was keeping that in mind. Like it was, they're they're designing mm-hmm. their standard sets to make sure that they are compatible with singleton formats like EDH, and I think we're going to just keep seeing more of that, which yeah. is a plus, a big plus one for yeah. Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, so, like, me for Throne of Eldraine, it's like, you know, I didn't play it too, too much, but, you know, number one, obviously, Oko Thief of Crowns, making them, <laughs> making, them, making them moose tokens, or elk token, whatever you like to call them. <laughs> sure. Phrase Borrower. Just an instantaneous, like repeatable, like return this to your hand. Uh, Fable Passage, nice little land card that you know this is something yep. to me like an EDH. Like this, is what you know something like needs be like. Oh, get a basic land, and then if you have four more lands, it just comes in untapped. Yeah. So you know it's another one of those. It's another one of those like evolving wilds, uh, potentially better evolving wilds if you have the right stuff. It is, um, and, and it's a cheaper uh, prismatic vista too. Obviously, the Royal Scions, the uh, you know the kids from the Avengers in a four <laughs> um, Castle Lockwing, um, basically yes. the medieval version of yes. the Imperial Star Destroyer from Star Wars. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So that's basically what it looks like. It's an Imperial version of it's the medieval version of the Imperial Star Destroyer. Oh um, God. Castle oh Mantris. Uh, kind of just looks like you know a floating castle almost, but it's on the water. Um, Frickin' the white one, Arvindale, looks like Minas Tirith without being next to the frickin' mountainside. That's that's what it reminds me of Minas Tirith. Yeah, it, it, it does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they can't rip off the whole thing. They just need enough. Just <laughs> I mean, they just get barely, barely, barely enough. I mean, uh, is is Lord of the Rings owned by Disney yet? No, no and it, better, it, it never, it better not ever be owned by Disney. Don't worry. Don't Whoa. No. Wow. It's one thing you don't touch. 
It's bad enough well, that there's yeah. already going to be a Lord of the Rings TV show. You just wait. You watch Hasbro stock drop under 60 and Disney snaps that up, baby. Mm. Oh, yeah. God. Ma- yeah. Hey, maybe we'll get a Star Wars Magic the Gathering set then. Yeah. Star maybe. Wars Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Official unset. And that's that when Magic dies. Yeah. Baby yeah, Yoda was... as a planeswalker. No. Yes. So <laughs> I'll buy all the copies. <laughs> well, I want my baby Yoda. What was missing from this set, obviously, Garrett the Cursed Huntsman. Garrett Planeswalker. Yep. Oh, yeah, well, that's right. He was missing. He was there. Well, yeah. yeah but, he was well, in the trailer. We're, he we're ate talking, the gingerbread guy. <laughs> but we're talk, like, talking about, like, oh, where's where's Garrett going to be? It's been, like, four years since we figured out where Garrick's at. And finally, Garrick shows up in Eldraine. And, and so, that's funny. He shows up in Eldraine, and no one's talking about him at all. Not yet. It's all, it's but what, I think once you get the next sets coming out, he's going to be a powerhouse in some way. I hope so, because we haven't heard go. from Garrick since, what, M15? Something like yeah. that. That, yeah, that was like the last time. Yeah. And a seven-mana Planeswalker is still breaking 10 bucks, which is pretty decent. Um, and I think what, I have to point out one missed opportunity for Eldraine. They, they missed a critical reprint all the way back from the Urza block, Gang of Elk, Oh God! Why that? You that would have been so perfect. Such a flavor fail. I like that. That was that was great. That was the one that they could. I can't remember what Gang of Elk does. It's like I I I can see the Gang of Elk gets. I can see the plus two plus two until end of turn. Yeah. Every time a creature blocks it, I think it's like if multiple creatures block it, it just ramps up like rampage. So it's what is it a five four four five for five mana? Yeah, five four for six mana. Five for six. That's perfect for draft. That was perfect. That's what you needed there. Like gang of elk would have been like food tokens. <laughs> oh god. And no. flavor fail. Yeah. But it was on the reserve list. Yeah. Um. So moving on, a thing that I really liked in 2019 that Wizards did was all of the alternate art for a lot of their cards, like um. They did the storybook arts. That was great. Yeah, uh, War of the Spark and the Japanese art. Ja- the, Japanese, yes. the Japanese planeswalkers and the stained glass. The stained glass planeswalkers. That yeah. that that's only on arena on right cards. now. Wait, what? Yes, in um, in the uh, secret layer. In the secret layer, like somehow somebody somebody got a planeswalker card from War of the Spark, and it had the stained glass art on it. Is this how no. they're gonna make me buy the secret layer now? Because I want yes, those stained it glass. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Are you kidding? Wait a minute. Yeah, so there's, there's super sneaky secret layers. I think I saw that. That was a post from Eric Froelich. Yes. And he had that. He got that in the secret layer. He just happened yes. to get that from somewhere else and was it, sharing that. It was in the secret layer. It was in the secret layer. So even the secret layers have lottery cards. Yeah, I don't understand it. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand it. I hope they I hope they put a lot of them into OMG kitties because that one needs all the help it can get. Yo, what? That's the best one. I'm sorry, what? You go ahead and check out the secondary market value on those cards and ask yourself if you want to spay, pay, spay, ha, pay. Um, thirty nine ninety nine for the OMG kitties. I'm they not buying are... that for secondary market value. Number one, sir. Okay, I'm not. I'm you're not keeping those cards. Thirty. You're not going to spend thirty dollars less to get the cards from OMG kitties. 
for play. Well, you, well, you, you need you know right. You don't. You don't get the tokens, right? You don't we, get the tokens. We didn't mention the best. The best art, though. The. It, oh, wait. Okay, so but continuing on this, but like also you get an arena code to get get the sleeves for whatever set you're getting from Secret Lair and Arena also. Oh, oh, you get one per Secret Lair thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was only per. one of the packs. No. One per. 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 Yeah. Oh my god! Efren like, saying <laughs> that Pixie knows well, more about magic than the other hooligans. You no, know I just said something. That was offensive, but probably true. <laughs> Dabbing! Oh my God! Did you just dab? Yeah, I did. did are, are we gonna? Is someone gonna put that on TikTok now? It, we're, we're gonna. We're, we're gonna we skeet, all... skeet, skeet with the cool kids <laughs> to the window <laughs> to the wall. No, we're not going that far back. <laughs> Slow down, little John. Oh my God! So yeah. What's the best art? Oh my God! Is Liliana Dreadhorde General the alternate Japanese art? Because it was made oh by. God. The Final Fantasy artists. Wait. All of the Japanese Planeswalker arts were so good. I loved what the Narset one, the Teferi, Jace, they really Liliana. Were so All yeah. of them. Nissa was good. Um, Soren was good. Duh. And Soren was they were okay. All... Soren was. Okay. Soren kind of remind the Soren Japanese art reminded me. I don't know if y'all played uh, <laughs> Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but it's like no. I want to play that so bad. Hard. Yes, it's a freaking awesome game. It's one of the best I've castle heard, games I've, I've heard. I've played. I've played so many. I've only really played the Nintendo and Super Nintendo ones. Ew! What is that grossness? It's Soren. <laughs> it's Soren. See, Alucard. Alucard. Yeah. It's, yep. It's true. That's what it looks like. It's true. Right. Symphony of the Night. Yeah, but so <laughs> the alternate arts. What have has Wizards ever done that before, or was that like pre new? They've done alternate art. They've done okay. like when they did the lottery cards, but nothing like BFC. this though. No, not to this level. But like I think yeah. for this, this was a new thing, and they really narrowed the market. So they only put it in the Japanese market. Never mind, American stores bought the Japanese boxes anyway. Yeah. But it was like, it seems like a, an interesting way to like buff the. I don't know why they would. I I don't know why specifically. I guess the art was from Japan. So, yeah, okay, it makes sense why they put it in the Japanese set. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's like, they do that thing. They they tailor a few things to a few... Although, I do... You don't like, like it, do you? You don't like I'm, it. I'm, I'm fine. I mean, like I'm it. like, I'm all about... I'm not about blinging out my EDH decks. I don't have the patience to do maintenance for foil cards because they're co- like they can't handle uh, life. And they curl up the second you look at them. Yeah. It drives me mad. And I'm just like, I'm happy to trade my foils away and just be like, be done. Go. I have, <laughs> I have kids. I don't have time to pamper cards. It's just, I don't but know. But you could get like the fun arts. They don't have to be foil. Like even with um the adventure cards you were talking about, like well, a I'm, lot of those have storybook art. That's fun. If the non-foil fun arts, I like those. Some of those, yeah. some of those adventure cards, some of those storybook arts are fantastic. Like so I've only good. got a few, of them and I love the few that I have because yeah. they really look cool. Um, and and that's I think I like the way they did that because they did it in a way that wasn't like the old lotto cards they were doing from BFC. It wasn't like you have to buy ten booster pa- boxes to get yeah. three expeditions, whatevers. 
Like you yeah. can, I I bought a fat pack and I have three or four storybook arts. I'm like, that's cool. Like there's more access to the cool things that all the kids want. Yeah. So it does. I it, I don't think it hurt their sales. Old that man, and they put it in a, they put it in a solid set. So they, like yeah. that helped too. Yeah. Old um, man Johnny and what those cool kids want. That's right. Oh Get off my lawn. Oh my God. Back in my day, they sold alternate arts and books, and you liked it. Oh, damn. Back in my day, they didn't have card sleeves. Ah. Oh, God, I remember those days. Yikes. Yeah. Remember when you, like, you get the new cards, and then you'd have to, like, shuffle your deck a couple dozen times so they start looking similar to the other cards? Yeah. That way they didn't look like they were marked because they didn't have marks. God, I miss those days. And then I remember wow. coming back to Magic at one point and seeing card sleeves and just wondering, what the hell are all these? I'm never going to buy card sleeves. <laughs> Why would I waste my money on that? Then suddenly it's the only way to maintain the value in your collection. I know. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Wow. Oh. We have dropped way out of 2019 here. I'm, I don't even I'm know old. what y'all are talking about. Welcome to the time capsule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, stop. What the hell? Okay, so the To the other, window! The... To the wall! We are not singing the song. I'm no. glad someone's staying on point with the show. Thank you, PK. Okay, so the other products that came out in 2019, Modern Horizons, that was a big one. Awesome right? set. Love that set. I bought like yep. four boxes of it. Damn, what? Yeah. Oh, I you loved it. Four boxes? Did, yeah. Did you get rid of your Ren and Sixes before they got banned? Actually, in... no, I didn't. I should. Did I, I, I should have. Oh I, 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 I did sell a foil Force Negation for a pretty penny. Oh, That's dang. pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny how Ren and Six, like, Maron Horizons came out and Ren and Six broke Legacy. I was like, ha <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea how it broke Legacy until I remembered that Wasteland is a thing in Legacy. <laughs> I don't know what that yeah. means. <laughs> I so, think it did other things too. It was it was just it was getting to, apparently well, got degenerate. Well Wasteland was a even... thing. So so Pixie to explain Wasteland is a land that you can sack it and destroy target non basic land, right? Yeah, it's a non basic yes. land. And um, what Renin 6 does, it's a two-mana Planeswalker that allows you to return target land from your graveyard back into your hand. So then you just play Wasteland over and over again to destroy all their lands. And most people play either fetch lands or dual lands in mm -hmm. Legacy. So you're essentially okay. taking out their mana base. Ooh, that's dirty. Oh, yeah, yeah, Legacy has very few basic lands mm. anywhere. Yeah. It, it, pretty much you're only playing basics if you're playing like burn or infect for the most part although i am still amused if uh, correct me if i miss missed the announcement but oko still legal in pioneer yes yeah um i, I or think did he get so. banned yeah yeah there yeah. was just a banning the yesterday last... but it wasn't oko it was like no. smuggling copter once upon a time, upon a time yeah. and something else I'm pretty sure Oko is still legal. Oh, and, and Efren said that uh, Watsi murdered the format a couple months later with Modern Horizons. They're right because of Hogak. Hogak completely oh, destroyed right. Modern. 
Oh yeah, and then when and then and then what? Um, Faithless Looting died for his sins. Yeah, I know, right? That wasn't even that bad of a card. Faithless Looting, come on, you're not going to give us Brainstorm or Ponder or or Preordain. It's in red. Come on, seriously, you're forcing blue players to play red. How? What could possibly go wrong? Well, that's why Storm is a thing. Jesus. Or it was. I don't. I don't even know if Storm's still a thing in modern. I don't play modern anymore, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Pl- I'm not. I'm not up on modern. I heard Hogak was running amok, and yeah, I was like, Hogak is super expensive, but still has Delve. And <laughs> oh, speaking of Modern Horizons, one of the coolest things that I really liked about it, even though I don't think a lot of pe- other people did, were the little art cards that came with each booster pack. Yeah. I have a whole collection of all the art cards. And you know how much each one's worth? Not even like five cents a piece. Yeah, see. <laughs> but like, they're awesome okay. looking, though. But so like, there it is. There's the, the mark at the corner. You buy up all the art cards and you can sell them for like. Ten cents a dollar. Card. <laughs> yeah, like they're not tokens. They're not anything. Yeah, like, you that can't that really was never. Honestly, never appealing to me personally. I don't play modern. I bought like three Modern Horizons packs and just opened them so I had some content when that was relevant. But I, yeah, like it had no appeal to me whatsoever. And the art cards, I just didn't care about them. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could see why a lot of people didn't like them. They also that I think that was also the first set to to bring out foil tokens too, if I remember correctly. Oh. Really? Yeah. Foil tokens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a foil merit lage token right here. It's a it's a little bit hard to see the foil. You're, but. you're putting that at, at, oh you're putting that at the camera that we can't. Oh see, oh. But yeah. Yeah. Oh oh, no. oh yeah. No, I'm pointing it at the the good camera. You yeah, guys. you're pointing it at the correct camera. Okay. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> still, anyways, Modern Horizons. Let's move on. Um, the wow. signature spellbook for Gideon also came out, but like, does anybody it. care about that? Does anybody want to say anything about that? Did, did, did anyone think, here even buy it? I didn't buy it. See, this is a. I think this is a great point in the show to discuss the um, the hype overload. The general, there's so much product that yeah. you can't pay attention to it all. And I probably heard about it, and it just, yeah, ran away. Like. That one passed me in the night, and I didn't care. And I think that was, like, at the same time as, what, War of the Spark? Because that was, like, about getting... Yeah, it was either... It was a little... It was either before or after Modern Horizons. Because it was War of the Spark, then Modern Horizons, and it was... Oh, it was after... Two weeks after Modern Horizons. Yeah, who's Mm going to care at that point? I mean... And I, I got I got the first signature spell book last year, the Jace one, because it's blue, because blue is the best. Um, but for Gideon, eh, who cares? Yeah. It did I have some good cards in it, though, but it wasn't I, enough to I make me want to get it. I got the spell book version of Mystical Tutor secondary market because I needed a Mystical Tutor. Yeah, there you go. I... <laughs> okay, sure. F's in chat. <laughs> F's in chat for Gideon. Yeah, we're, we're typing F in chat for Gideon. Rest in peace, Gideon. Thank you, Gideon, for your service. You were See, greatly missed. There were other Gatewatch planeswalkers that they could have killed. Just saying. Like who? You don't like that Gideon was killed? 
Like who? Hey, who, I, who? I'm saying they could have gone a little further. They could have taken like, out who else? three or four of them. I mean, they killed all the other planeswalkers for the love of God. They killed. They should have killed half the cast. Dak. They killed Dak. Who? They killed Dak yeah, Faden. I know. Yeah, I know. They killed Dak Faden. That was dumb. Like he's a nobody. What? No. <gasps> he's from conspiracy. Soren's a nobody. He like he's he's got he had so much potential. And then they're I like, know. oh, by the way, you're dead. Okay. Yeah, I know. Well, who else did you want to be dead? He, okay, so that dude. Okay. Soren. No, what? Um, Soren, yeah. No. Yeah, I'd oh, be no. happy to see Jace go. No. Yeah, Jace can go. What Jace the hell? Yeah, and you could go. coin toss Nissa or Chandra. I'd say Chandra. Get her out of here. Let's stick, let's stick with well, Nisa. Well, who, 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 no, no, who would replace Chandra? She had all of the M20. She was like a big planeswalker. In, 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 so in, what? In, that was the what, wrong character to What do better way to sell a story than to kill off the main character? Children of Men is a great example of killing off all the characters. Dude, it's great. Ned, Ned Stark in Season 1 Game of Thrones, everyone was spoiler. like, oh, Spoiler. 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 <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> everyone <laughs> dies in Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, who, who, who would you replace for the Red Planeswalker if Chandra died? Tibble. Mm. Tibble. Oh, I don't no. know. Koth. Seriously? Oh yeah, Koth. I. Who, yeah, remember Koth? Yeah, Koth, I forgot that, all about that him. Kick-ass planeswalker from Frexia, from from I Old agree, Nirden, Efren, she is the man boring. that's trapped in an arena fighting Frexia and whatchamacallit because we only got that one piece of art from from the from conspiracy, and it was like, come on. Bring Koth back. When are we getting back to Frexia? Come on, let's go it's back definitely, and get Koth. It's, it's not next year. We're, we're not going to Frexia next year, even though Karn, you know, sort of <sighs> hinted at it in Dominaria. But no, it's we're going so we back to wait. Zendikar next year. Really, so, all, Zendikar. All we were just there. I mean, let's face it. Is it. They need if they wanted if they want to cycle planes every ten years. Clearly, they need more planes. So. Yeah. Eldraine will help with that, but for the love of God, I think <laughs> I would love to see Koth come back for Rakdos Planeswalker. I would love to see him back as like a I gotta frop. look up this Koth fool. Koth, Koth and Angrath team up. That'd be an awesome team up. Yeah. Koth of the Hammer. Koth of the Hammer. He is a key component in the Scred decks. He looks so like Deathwing. You He's look like a like fire person. Yeah. You look like a fire a, person. You know how like um Nahiri is a lithomancer? He's a I don't know what is he? He's a he's a rockmancer. <laughs> so he just throws slag. He's all about kitchen okay. slag in your face. And he's a a kick butt planeswalker. They could do so much but he's Phyrexia. Sure. He seems fine. What is um, that noise? Yeah, I, know. Uh, my, I think that's my cat. Oh. Get out of here, cat. <laughs> just trying we, to... Oh, what is it? <laughs> it looked, sounded like it was beating something up. <laughs> She's scratching the door and meowing, so there's that. Cats uh, don't like closed doors. They get very upset. Cats are evil, that's and they're true. so cute and loving. Zuby. Yeah, they're great. Cats are the worst. All right, so what else do we have after uh, the spell book? 
So after the spell book, we have Commander 2019. Did anyone buy any of those decks? Because I didn't buy one. I, I wanted I to. I did. I got the Anji deck, which was that's the right. That's right. Yes. And that one was pretty fun. Um, I really like Madness. And that's what that deck was all about. So it was fun. Yeah, madness can be fun. Um, I think the commander decks, they were kind of like a flop, right? They, uh, they, 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 they felt powered down. Yeah. Like in general, it seems like they've powered them down. And it yeah. does look like the reprints that they're putting out that you would have seen in commander. And there are smarter people to talk about this than I. I like, I hear some memories from people like Jason Alt talking about them. And it does. The 2019s were another sign that like 2018 was powered down. And so was 2019. But I think I will, we see in the 2019s probably the same thing. I saw this with 2018s. They have synergies with the more immediate sets that have been printed in recent history. Yeah. So if you go to the 2018s, you saw a lot of synergy with Kaladesh. You go to the 2019s, you're going to find synergies with recent old sets and upcoming sets, I'm sure. So, yeah. I, you know, I think what ha those are more of a – they're beginners. There's a starting point for – for commander there but mm -hmm. at the same time when we get the commander announcement we saw for 2020 i get it they didn't want to put all the goodies in that basket because the basket was about to get huge and they yeah. have to put one there's it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that 2019 wasn't the best commander set because there's so much commander product coming out they're going to have commander product for people of different levels and those are i don't even think they're what they're not even doing a base release like that. They're adding commander decks with every set. So yeah, which is ridiculous. They oh my broke God. the mold. I don't know what to expect anymore. It's like they're gonna do five in one shot with Ikoria or something, and then there's gonna be two with the Zendikar. And there's gonna add a few. There's supposed to be nine commander decks coming out next year. Or yeah. like, I can't even. I can't even keep up. I'm like I at that point. I just just like done. I can't do it. I, yeah. I'll I'll peruse when I feel like perusing and see what there is. It's there's it's insane saturation of yeah. that format, and it, the, to think that the format's growing, still growing, and know, like right. everyone's starting command. It's like and everybody's wow. making commander channels now. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, all it's like I'm seeing that. a lot more commander gameplay channels pop up, and they're doing really well too. It's like. Well, shit. We need to jump on that train. I don't know. <laughs> I know station, the people who are in place with it, like what, Spike Feeders and Lexicon and anybody who already had their setups going, they're just going to make some bank on that. And so oh, good yeah. on them. And, and plus, yeah, they have like friends who do that stuff with them. It's I, I don't understand that. <laughs> you don't have what? any friends, Zuby? What, 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 what's that? Yeah. <laughs> I have you guys, but you're all like really far away. I know. So D and D campaigns aren't friends; they're just people you torture. <laughs> oh dang! Oh, oh, you mean every Friday night? No, no, I, yeah. no, I consider them friends. Yeah, <laughs> in a masochistic sort of way. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I have the power. Roll the dice. One. Oh. <laughs> so, other than Commander. Um, the other thing that came out last year was the Brawl decks, which I think were very popular. Oh my god, they're and fucking awesome. Those commanders were amazing. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was the first Brawl product that Wizards has released, correct? Yes. That, yes. It is. Yes. Yeah. And they, they released it for commander players. Yeah. 
I, I bought every single one of them. Yeah. My I favorite think, one being Chulane. Did another print run ever come out? Uh, not that I've seen, and I and I've been I I've been to Target a few times the past couple weeks, and I haven't seen another reprint. So no second I print runs. Yeah, I haven't seen any recently either. Um, but yeah, they were the brawl decks were really fun. I think everybody liked the brawl decks better than the commander decks that came out this year. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, the commanders were rock solid. They Chulain. were really good. Ch- yeah. Chulane is stupid. Chulane? Yeah, Chulane, yeah, Chulane just is, is really stupid. Somebody yeah. tonight, a commander, was ta- showing me their Chulane deck. They're like, oh yeah, I also have a Lurin in there. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. So basically, you just play your whole deck out and play your... Um, you go and play... Yeah, he just plays out his entire... He draws his entire deck out and plays Laboratory Maniac for free. And oh, plays. I, I, I don't do that... I don't do mine that way. It's I do draw a shit ton of cards and then I just pump up all my creatures and swing and win. Yeah, that's just like Tulane. It's the the value and those. De- I think with the exception of I think Tulane's the strongest, and then what's the Jund? Corvold. Corvold's the next one. Yeah, you you, you think Corvold's the next one? I I thought Alayla yeah. was stronger no. than Corvold. No, Alayla no can way. get out of control. Well, well, Corvold. I think there's a draw effect off of those sacrifices. Like he gets. Hold on, he let gets me see. Yeah, doesn't get a draw effect off that too? So Does because he? they draw their own. I think so. Um, let me let me pull them yeah. out. Yeah, Cor- Corvold then, is really. Oh, really you're right. Good. You're right. When he sack a permanent, you draw a card. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have so to agree. The first That's two, having, those, having, a, having draw machines built into your commander is nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, and okay. I may have to build this commander now. Elaine, um, Elena, uh, the, the Esper fairies. Alayla. Alayla. Not... <laughs> Jesus. Alayla is probably the next one. And then the weakest one is probably, at least in the yeah. pre-constructed build, was the, the Mardu deck. Yeah. I forget. Sir yeah, because it's Sir like, it's, especially in the pre-constructed style, there's a lot of good cards in it, but the commander itself, not very yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah. she's so, always powerful, for sure. And, that, and, and very a, expensive, too, for, for mm-hmm. wanting to be aggro and all that. Yeah. And it depends, it's depending on equipment, right? There's a yep. big, big equipment yes. matter thing going mm-hmm. on. That. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, they, they probably overpriced that one. So that's the weakest one, but those commanders in those first three commanders were solid, and that's the reason they sold is because EDH players were all about, hey, why weren't these in nineteen? I guess I'll just buy these. Okey yeah, I dokey. think out of all the non-standard sets that have come out this year, it's for me it's a tie between the Brawl decks and Modern Horizons mm. were my two favorite like non-standard sets of the year. What about the rest of y'all? Y'all. Non non standard set. Yeah. I mean, I guess the I guess I like the brawl decks the best. Oh wait, really wait, we still brawl. have um, um we still have to talk about mystery boosters and secret layer. I forgot. Sorry. Yes. Well, oh, we, we right. haven't played either one of those, so we can still talk about them like we know what we're saying. Yeah, I mean, is it? I mean, that's how I do my podcast. <laughs> so the mystery boosters seem really, really, really cool, but. Obviously, you have to go to an event to play them. For so now. So none of us here have ever done that, right? Because no. the, they're not coming out to LGSs to what, later next year, I think? I didn't think they were coming at all. 
I thought they, they will, were. but they're not going to be the same either. So they're, you're not going to have the playtest cards. Oh. Yeah, so you won't get the playtest cards. You won't get certain. Uh, there's certain other things. I don't think there's one other thing you won't get. And um, you'll still get the mystery booster. You still have that massive card pool to choose from. Yeah. It's just like, I, I think mystery boosters is where we started hearing more concerns and complaints from finance about what it does to reprint values. Because it's kind of weird the way they say there's like 1,600 cards in that set. Yeah. So yeah. that's a massive, massive card pool. So even if you've got something at common, it still prints out at a rare status or something insane. Mm. So it's, I don't know, it almost feels like it's not really a reprint. I have a hard time considering anything that's not a standard set reprint. Reprint because wow. it's not exactly having the same level of access to the general public. So to me, that feels like a cop-out. Like, oh, we reprinted this card in this <laughs> premium set. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not buying your premium set i'm have, I'm just you can't buy it johnny have any of you like... seen the prices on these playtest cards no are people selling them yeah i haven't people yeah, are actually selling going... some of these for like 80 to 100 bucks a pop <sighs> my why God. you can't even play these cards you literally I can't play get them some. Why? it's all about that hype that sweet sweet hype yeah, that's uh, sweet, sweet hype. That sweet, sweet hype, because that's what that's what that's what magic players are addicted to. It's not like the it's the true. formula and figuring out the game. It's all about that hype. Mm-hmm. And now we're a bunch of digital junkies waiting but for that next fix. You literally can't play it. Like there, there's no format you can play these cards in. So why? And the people buying them literally don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, they're I probably mean, not buying them to play. They're playing them in EDH. They're yeah. buying them and they're playing them in goofy EDH decks. It's Whatever. Gonna be a thing. I don't fucking they're understand gonna... people. Jesus. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, what is it? Ursa Bear. Yes. From from our fan base here. Yeah. He, he's been Rarcy or something. Or... Burst, yeah. Our, yeah. He's Ursa? been uh, yes. Ursa. He's been. No, I'm talking about his Twitter name. Clamoring. Jesus. There's a certain. He's been clamoring for a couple of those. Those pieces, those yeah. development cards. Yeah, they seem so cool and fun and silly. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not gonna spend eighty or hundred dollars on one, but like, yeah. if I was at an event and got got my hands on some of those, I would, I would definitely like. I'd sell them. Keep it, okay. <laughs> keep it and put it in. Because they're gonna crash. Silly deck. When yeah. are they gonna? What? Yeah, they're gonna crash. Who knows? It'll yeah. be like. Well, you see, eventually the hype train moves on to the next hype, and well, people forget oh, those were a thing. Know, I, about those, though, I don't know, because they're still never going to be obtainable, so those will probably always be expensive. There is that. If the, the scarcity on those cards will keep... I, I joke about them crashing. I don't think they'll crash. Think they'll they, crash. Might, they might simmer down. Yeah. Simmer they might down not, But not... They, they might, yeah, they might not be you know breaking the $100 mark, but they're not going to be cheap. Because yeah. especially when there's so few of them available, that yeah, people are gonna go. They're gonna want their play sets. They're gonna be all yeah. people are gonna go nuts for them. It's like I've got my legacy deck, and then I have these cards I add in for when everyone's drinking. I've got my uh, unstable playtest deck. <laughs> I want the one that you play. It it's like an instant. It costs like one mana, and if you play it, you lose the game. Oh, yes. actually, I want that one too. 
like it's just like I'm if you're if you're just like I'm done with this game you're like I'm gonna pay one and cast this and then you're like I'm out I lose the game I think that seems like fun Oh, it's not one with nothing. What is it? What's the name of that card? I, I can't remember. I, I can't think of it. Oh, is it? If I go to Scryfall and look in there, where's the? It, it it will probably be on Scryfall, probably. But I I don't remember what it's called. But I'm pretty sure it's an instant, and I'm pretty sure it costs like one black mana. Is it not called One With Nothing? Is that not it? No, that that's an no. actual card from, like, what, the that's Kamigawa? Not, that's a real card. card. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay, so there's two mystery boosters, the CMB one and then MB one? What? Yeah, yeah, one is, like, with the convention style that has the playtest cards, and there's another style that doesn't have the playtest cards. Oh, my it's called God. called One With Death. One With Death? One With Death. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It costs one, with... one swamp, and it just says you lose the game. <laughs> and that's the it's one I for twenty six sixty six. That's not bad. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right. Why would you well, pay that much money for a card you can't bad. play? No, there are some EDH games that I want out. Like it. Has then you been. scoop. Yes. No. Yeah, you but you like. Done. It's the more than just tap, tap, casitas. Tap. Win with death. I'm going to go to no, the bathroom. No, what it's, happens is I'm you out. try to play that card, I'll <laughs> counter it. <gasps> no! <laughs> then, I would. Then, then, then I'd play Force of Scoop and Scoop. <laughs> nope, I'll counter that. Counter Force of Scoop. Yes, I can. I, I, I'll play... um. I'll play a counter that counters targeted activated ability or triggered ability. <laughs> oh, I'm going to triggered all right. Get out of my head. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so let's talk about Secret Lair. Let's Secret Lair. I want the Commander one. That's the only one I want. That's I do like the kitties, but if I had to choose, it'd be Commander. The Commander one, the uh, Silver the, Overlord. The, the, the Kaleidoscope yeah. one. Yeah, Kaleidoscope one, that is a lockdown winner. That's so the art is also so good on those. Yeah. It, it looks amazing. I'm not a fan of some of the ones that they punted on. The seeing visions, the, the, the set of serum visions, the art's great, but that is not a thirty dollar box. Um the I, you art know, is great. How about the only thing I want to know about those those boxes that they arrive in? Do those boxes function as a deck box? No. That. The, the, then that was there's another missed opportunity. Those secret layered boxes should have been deck boxes. They should have been designed to function as a deck box. Done. Like that would have been so cool. Not only do you get the sweet card. Let's say you're building an EDH deck around something that you want to build a the OMG Kitties box yes. should have been an deck box like it should have been formed and designed to be like here's your specialty box and you open it up and you take out the packaging and when you're all done look you can build your commander deck your omg's kitty commander deck goes in the box dang that would have been such a good idea like there it is and then people be like i got the cat box it's like what yeah (laughs) they didn't do that they didn't do that i just i mean come on yeah (sighs) 
Um, Eric Williamson says in chat, the snow-covered lands are a joke, even if they're pretty. And I agree. Yeah. That's my least favorite one. I yeah. think that's it's the weakest like one. Yeah. An individual land of each color. There was no, I know Professor got on them about that. That was like, you put a cards that were not worth $30 in a box and said, here, give me $30. Yeah. And that's, that, that's the, the art big, is it. really pretty, but it's just like. Not worth it. I'm really? sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I agree no. with that, Eric Williams. That was my least favorite one, for sure. Pay $30 for 30 of the Snowlands, yeah. <laughs> like uh, I don't. It just that seemed tone deaf on the part of Wizards to be like, we're. I don't know. I understand they don't want to be like, we're not paying attention to the secondary market. I'm like, yeah, I you suppose. Are. But this one's like, this is an overcorrection. This is like, we're not paying attention to anything. We're just. <laughs> like, it just. It seems like uh, it doesn't. It seems like a big fail. And the value, the general secondary value on a lot of those cards was not enough to warrant even buying the whole block and it's like yeah you could sell some of them off but you'd have to sell off the ones that are actually worth something to get your money back to justify getting the others yeah so it just i don't know i think it's a, in that respect it's a wash i think it is a i think it'll be a good thing for players in the long run because it's print on demand so what's happening now, what we're in, we're in, we're right now, the, they're happening now. They're selling them as we are filming the show. So yeah, yeah. that's true. You know, the ones that are popular that sell astronomical amounts of, and they start showing up on the secondary market, you're going to see prices for the regular versions coming down. So it makes the cards more accessible. Bitter Blossoms might, you know, they're not going to show up under 20 bucks, I'm sure, but they will not be a $50 card necessarily. If they keep doing stuff like this, maybe we'll see Force of Will show up with new art and that will be a $50 secret layer. And I people doubt will it. Buy the- I, I doubt they'd ever do something like Force of Will. I'd love it, they, but I, I don't... I don't. Wizards is, if Wizards has figured out a roundabout way to sell singles on the open market legitimately... And not get in trouble like with the whole we can't print our own money thing, they're gonna do it. And if they're gonna print the demand, the cards that are worth being reprinted, the player base will decide that for them. They'll say, Yes, we want this one. You put in the we're gonna buy it, and I'm gonna buy ten million of them or something. They're gonna make a lot of money, but they're gonna put a lot of cards into the market. And I think this is going to when it comes to secondary market, I see them bringing the prices down overall. On, I think like, that the way they're doing this with like doing all of this alternate art stuff, I feel like they're really filling a niche like because collectors or people that have their special pet decks, they're going to want these alternate arts for their pet yeah. decks. And it started with the Japanese planeswalkers. They've done it throughout the year with the storybook art, and now they're doing the secret lair. Like, none of these cards are new, right? None of these cards. Yeah, they're, no, all, they're reprints. all reprints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but all of them have a different special art, and that's kind of the way they're they're getting by with being able to do this and reprint all this stuff, um, which I like because I like the special arts, but, you know... 
I think for the people that like it, it's going to be great. And the people that like it will be willing to pay for it. And others, they're just going to be like, whatever. I don't want to, I don't want to pay for it, but that's not a big deal to them. And that's fine. But I think they've really found a niche here with, with these alternate arts. It's they're yeah, I'll, I'll found be a way to, to make see... people, yeah, make I'll... people spend more money on old cards. Yeah. I'll be interested to see if they keep doing something like this, you know, it, or, or unless this is just a one-time thing. I think this is them testing out the waters of selling singles, essentially, like Johnny yeah, was alluding I, to. I see Eric Williams getting snarky in the chat saying, kids love Colossal Dreadmall. Let's box up a playset for 30 bucks. Let's set together for $30. Now that's yeah. a card I wouldn't buy. Yeah. But if it had really cool art, I still wouldn't buy it. You know. Yeah, I think right. I think today they're doing the um, the the bitter. What's it called? Bitter Blossom. Yeah. Bitter, I think that's the one they're selling today. So, if y'all want that secret layer, go get it right now. It's true. Yes. I, I think the Bitter Blossom never, one was also literally. pretty disappointment disappointing because it's literally just Bitter yeah. Blossom and then just four tokens for what thirty bucks or whatever. It's and like, honestly, I didn't like that art as yeah. much as I liked the art from was that one in Modern Horizons? No. Was that No, that was in Ultimate Masters. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think so, wasn't it? I liked the Ultimate Masters version of that one better, honestly, as far as art goes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Ultimate Masters. Yeah. Cuz it was Ultimate a box topper. Yeah. But yeah. No. Yeah. So I mean, what else we got here? Um, oh, oh no, Coach's could, screen got smaller. Coach, where do you doing? Did I get smaller? I'm still here. No, no, it's it's something with the with the plugin for OBS. I don't know what's going on with it. No. And the other big thing that's happened this year is the new format Pioneer that came out. It was a I, pretty big right. deal. That actually that is a pretty is... big deal because that's been yeah. something that has been talked about for like a couple years now because the price since, of modern has been getting ridiculous mm -hmm. since frontier i think that has yeah. been it has been waiting in the wings since frontier even and i think it was a question of the card pool being you know needing a needing a larger card pool and needing to have something where the fetch lands were not being a part of that which i still, still find to be a mistake with that i think i think they were you know, I understand why they the Fetchlands slow games down, even if it's not a coverage thing. They was always shuffling and always this process of going and looking, and it, it slowed the games down. I think what they did with how they're approaching it is the right way. I think they have, rather than set, you know, with Modern, Modern first came out, they had a set ban list in play. They were like, these cards were broken in standard, so clearly they can't be in Modern, which was maybe fine but probably a bit more of a knee-jerk reaction where they should have waited to let you know test the waters and let let the format see where the format goes i think what they're doing with pioneer waiting you know a couple of weeks before they actually yeah. ban something you then actually they're that. not just looking at tournament results but they're looking at online leagues they're looking at mtgo remember magic online that format that people said was dying because of arena what? oh yeah oh. by the way what program is, is keeping, that yeah i sold my collection is the program that's you know kept Pioneer alive actually brought it to life because people could actually play it online. Yeah. So that tells you something about like yeah, 
Arena's great, but you can't play all the formats, so you still need not Mitko. yet. Not yet, because well, they, they they announced that they're into Arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they announced that they are gonna try to do it. Yeah, that's it's, fine. That's great. I'll be happy. I will be all giddy as a scroll girl when I see it. But until then, eh, I don't know. I can't wait not. to hear you squeal <laughs> like a schoolgirl. Squeal like a <laughs> no. Um, this isn't what? gonna end well. Okay, but change I, the subject. What I what I like I do like how they are approaching it where they're not just they're they're waiting to see okay what's breaking the format today and yeah. out of all of that they haven't banned Oko which still supports my idea that they're using Pioneer as the safety valve for standard where they can print push cards in standard and when after a month of them breaking standard they'll be like okay you've had your fun go to Pioneer now off to the front off to the plains of Pioneer with you and and go run amok there. Yeah, I think fun. that's a I you know people have said you can't maintain formats that way, but there's been so much complaining about cards and they're yeah. screaming for them to be banned. Like the yes. player base of yeah. the last two years, oh my gosh, every single it's been set terrible. within a week is screaming for a card to be banned. Ban to fairy, do it now. No, you have nothing. To fairy did nothing it. wrong. <laughs> See, there it is. They, you got they. Their people are getting what they wanted. They yeah. got a second format for all these broken cards to go to, so they can scream for a ban and get the ban and feel uh, validated. And, and people smuggling who copter like, died for no reason. And oh, smugs will come back. Don't worry about it. No, I'm he sure, won't. If, did they ban it? In, they haven't banned it in modern, have they? No, but it right, sees so, no play in modern because it's too slow. So eventually. It will have. They can. They will find room for. There'll be a time when they can bring some of these cards back. Smuggler Copter will probably find a home in Pioneer, somewhere down the road. Not now, but once the format grows and has a better base to go with, yeah, I can see cards coming back. I'm just amused that Oko hasn't been banned yet. <laughs> yeah, that is surprising. That's pretty funny. It's banned everywhere else practically, but not in Pioneer. I can we talk I about mean... the name of Pioneer too? Like, what kind of name? Sure. Like, why? Why Pioneer? So, I don't know. Like, it just makes me think of, like, Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, it makes me think of, you know, Red Dead Redemption. What does it have to do with standard Pioneer modern legacy? Like, it's the one that doesn't fit. Yeah, it really doesn't. What would have been a better name? Uh, Frontier. No, that's almost no. the same as Pioneer. Yeah, it, it's... <laughs> no, that's it, the point. It's a recycle name, basically. It's recycling Frontier. They're taking Frontier, and they couldn't call it Frontier because seven Magic players got on that. And then they're like, oh, we can't call it Frontier. Well, Pioneer! Ha-ha! It's dumb! It's just a dumb name. It's, it's dumb, but as soon as players heard Pioneer, they're like, oh, it's fixed Frontier. Like, they knew there was a, it was a branding thing. can associate it. Yeah, it was already an association with it. They could make that connection. People, everyone who had a collection of Frontier specs that failed well, were suddenly like, oh, I can do something with these. Is anyone familiar with art periods or something? We could call it, what, Renaissance or something? Because there's modernism. Uh, is there a legacyism? I don't know. <laughs> Vintageism? Renaissance. Or postmodernism. Yeah, that's what we should have called it. That's definitely what we should have called it. Yeah. Those monitors would just be standard. That's true. That's a, yeah. that's a great name. They call it medieval. 
they they, they could they could have called it Art Deco or something. <laughs> Art Deco. <laughs> <laughs> Name the format Oregon Trail. <laughs> oh, or no! Been... If you're gonna do that, then just call it dysentery. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. God, of a snake bite. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so good. Oh, marvelous! Yeah, I mean, I think we covered almost everything. I guess. I, yeah. I think so. Um. Oh, oh, there was one thing we didn't touch on was magic arena officially released this year too that's true officially released when throne of eldraine was released so and it was officially out of beta yeah. yes it is but now officially still, out of beta still feels like beta really yeah How it's not it? different but yes it's it way different than when it first came out um it's it's definitely different from when it first came out yeah oh yeah but i think that's about it. Uh, can we talk about the top MTG dramas of 2019? No, no. Now we gotta go. No. I gotta go. No, we gotta go. Wants to rehash any of that? Well, I let me just mention one quick drama of 2019, oh, J- just real quick. In in the year of our Lord 2019. Oh. We did have a bit of drama happening on the Ten Street Hooligans. We didn't have Coach for a couple months. That's true. And it was a very sad and dark time for Ten Street Hooligans. Was it, was it because I mean that's probably when y'all prospered the most, actually. So yeah. I'm just saying, just fire me, send me away. No, no. That's, y'all have better ratings while I'm not. You're- on. Yeah, no, actually, we have better ratings on when John is on. When when it's not John, it's this this show tanks because I mean, I, don't tell John. Yeah, don't don't tell John that it's you know he he's the glue that holds the show. We're I, I'm trash. Everybody else is awesome, but I'm I'm the trash one. I'll be yeah. I don't mind. Okay. And then Pixie is going to become a big time streamer soon, so. Yeah, we won't be able to afford Pixie much longer. She's going to uh-huh. be a, one of those affiliate-sponsored official something. Well, you something. were already on the Magic stream. You know, next yeah, up I, is... Yeah, I, you'll I get picked up by... Next up, they're going to send you to Mythic Channel Championship. SCG. Um, but I had to play Oko's Madness on the, uh, on the Magic live stream. Yeah. <laughs> our, our condolences. Yeah. It Th- was... That looked like a miserable format. <laughs> I it was fine. It it was okay. I could barely win. I mean, I'm pretty sure I played like 15 games and I won like five. It was so. Explain Oko's madness to me. Was it literally everything you played turned into an elk? Um. So let me. Okay, let me try to remember it because I've kind of blocked well, it from my memory. Wasn't it Momir madness? But it was. It was all, all the creatures madness, were three threes. Everything was a 3-3 elk, but then there was also, like, um, there was something to do with the, the mana cost. Oh, no, no. Okay, so every creature, you just paid one mana, and you got any creature of any mana cost. It, it, it was Momir, right? But but not the same as Momir, because with Momir, you pay three mana, and you get a creature that costs three mana. But with Oko's Menace, you pay one mana, and you could get a Grizzlebrand. Oh, shit. Yes. So oh, so you was... could play multiple creatures a turn? Yes. 
Exactly. Oh, let me let me clarify something here. You can get a Grizzle brand on Arena. Yeah, 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 they've had that for a while now. On so they've got some of these old cards put into Arena for special events like Momir's Madness. Um, so when you play it, you can get all kinds of creatures. So that makes it a lot more fun than just standard creatures, right? So they did it with yeah. Oko's Madness too, except Grizzlebrand. Grizzlebrand was a three-three elk on top of whatever additional abilities Grizzlebrand has. So. <sighs> Get it? So Grizzlebrand from Avacyn Restored yeah. Yeah. has been yeah. an arena. Yes. But but only in the Momir Madness. It hasn't appeared anywhere else. They have the code. Dude, they, they have, have they have the, the code, code from The Code is there. Somebody it's there. in the back they room have... is punching code for cards that are not standard. Dude, they but have the code from Kaladesh Forward they haven't put in. They have code for Kaladesh, uh, Aether Revolt, Amonkhet, and Hour of Devastation, but, but they don't but put it in. Kaladesh Forward isn't a, isn't, a, isn't a format, though. It could be in Historic, so though. what can you do with that? They could, they oh, could well, put I, it in Historic. Okay, let's talk. Are we going to talk fails now? Historic? <laughs> oh, my okay. God. Talk about Go a huge fail. There's one fail. that just felt... I, I think... How did I describe that on Twitter? Historic was the off-ramp... That everyone, like the GPS told us about, but nobody cared and kept going. Like, there was, we have historic, and two weeks later, pioneer! And then <laughs> all, of the, all of the, the groveling and grumbling about the fact that historic cost twice as much to play well, they went away that. because yeah. nobody was playing historic because there was like, oh, historic? Nope, pioneer. Boo-doo, well, well and, and the biggest thing is they finally do have historic best of three cues. On right play now. That all the time. Um, what the fuck is my cat doing? <laughs> um, yeah, and then um, but I've been, I've been playing a little bit of historic on arena, and it it feels really hit or miss. It's either you're gonna go up against a nexus deck or Ugh. some really degenerate control deck. No. Yeah. That's not oh. cool. So that's all that's playing nexus or. Degenerate. Okay. Yeah. I haven't played Historic on Arena yet, but I mean, yeah, the code is in there for the older sets. Like that is the goal. But I think there's just probably a lot more to it. Like you've got to be able to have these cards interact with every other card in the game. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, you can just yeah, yeah. put the I'm card not... in and that's it. No. I mean, part no, of that's part not... of that is me complaining for the sake of complaining. I that's understand. That's not entirely like... true because like each card would be its own code set right right but i mean but i can understand from a q q and a perspective be, you know you you've got to be able QA, to work into I mean. the game so that it can go on the stack and like interact with other cards like any other card yeah but but you're talking about cards from just a few recent sets that aren't that involved compared to where if you're trying to get something like legacy sets like urza saga to get to work you know well i just think yeah like the code is there for arena to go further back but it's not as simple as just writing in the cards well, of course it's not code simple code. but if watsi actually cared to invest in their development team we probably wouldn't be talking about this so much so i mean they're i think they're <laughs> probably doing their best because isn't arena making them the most money 
or that's I, I think more I, of the I think pap- of I think paper magazine? is probably still making them the most money if I had to guess. I think paper has to be making them more money because yeah. they're still expanding Commander products if they're papers moving. There's got to yeah. be paper moving because yeah, but well, it's not like arena sales are hurting anytime soon. So oh yeah, it's no, not. I'm sure arena arena's gonna be that Hearthstone crowd. That arena's gonna get them oh, yeah. hooked and they're gonna get into it and then. They're going to show up in a local game store and then commander players will be lurking there. Like jackals be like, you should play this format. <laughs> yeah. Pixie, you should yeah. play this format. Pixie. Come them on. Already like, like that. Come on. Come on, Pixie. All the cards of magic. Everyone says to me all the time. You got to play some commander, Pixie. I tried and it's just not fun. It's because you haven't played with us. You haven't played some of our degenerate decks that we like to play. <laughs> Like, yeah, that like, sounds like also not fine. Like my Azorius EDH deck that the only win con is Approach of the Second Sun. That's it. No, 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 no. And I no. literally don't let you do anything else. No. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Johnny, you probably enjoy that deck. I am going to pay one swamp and cast one with death. And the game. Counter. I'd counter it. No. No, you can't counter it. Yes, I can. No, I have a whole play set, and I'll just keep playing it. Over and over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So are we about wrapped up here? Yeah, I think that's most of 2019. I'm I'm so glad that we stayed mostly positive about 2019. That's great. Yeah. There's a lot. There's been a lot of negativity in 2019, so I'm really I've proud been... of all of us for being mostly positive. I have been tuning it all out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's been it's been as far as like non-actual magic cards and non-magic sets go it's been a it's been yeah it's been something that's all i'm gonna say i just but, been watching as the world burns yeah just just wait till <laughs> just wait till 2020 with the presidential election it's gonna infect magic somehow and oh, make it even worse you... so don't bring that up but you know, edit that out, please. You know the no, Democrats no. are just giving it to no, us. No, we're not. We're not. We're not getting it. No, Coach. Uh oh. Johnny. J- Johnny's like, nope. Johnny. Okay, so let's wrap it <laughs> up Enjoy here. My ceiling. <laughs> Let, let's wrap it up here. I, I was just trying to make a little joke. Um, so, uh, Coach, where can people find you at? People can find me on the Carbazar YouTube channel, and y'all can find me obviously. Y'all could also find me at Twitter by going to coach at the car bazaar CC. And there you have, that's all I got. So, Oh, and also on top of that, we are basically uh, probably tomorrow. I'll release, I'm going to release the, the uh, ad for the MTG novels project. So we could kind of get more funding for doing more audiobooks. So oh, hopefully, awesome. yeah. So it's only going to be like a two minute ad. So hopefully I could, people could see it and start joining the Patreon and, you, you know, the next one hopefully we could do is the Gathering Dark or like Planeswalker. So this will kind of help with funds with getting like either voice actors or better equipment, like microphones and such. Cool. Cool, man. All right, Pixie, where can people find you at? Um, everyone can find me on YouTube and on Twitch by searching Pixie Kitten Plays. I stream on Twitch on Sunday and Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Central. So tomorrow night I'll be on Twitch streaming some arena. Probably Brawl because I really like Brawl. Well, awesome. And then Johnny Slivers. You can find me. Uh, I thought I had something funny. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Slivers. And you can find me here. 
There I am. There. Nothing awesome. witty. Just me playing vanilla. Boom. Hey, Boom. Vanilla Wow was Boom. good, but um, you can find Zuby at uh, fuck. How did it get? It's. It feels like it's been forever. Uh, Magic with Zuby can be found on the following on <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. Uh, you can also reach out to me uh, on Twitter at Magic with Zuby. Um, I'm not on Instagram anymore. I got rid of that. Um, Gmail, uh, mtgzuby at gmail.com. And also, you can start finding select episodes in my RPG companion episodes on Coaches the Card Bazaar channel coming soon. Ooh. So I also want to thank everybody for coming out hanging out and chatting with us it was really awesome and uh had a great time with you all tonight and thanks everybody bye, bye. later